episode 140. And welcome to Dharmic Evolution. Hey everybody, I'm your host, James Kevin O'Connor, singer, songwriter, audio, video artist, master storyteller, and international talent agent. Well, it's just another reminder for you ladies and guys about our Dharmic Evolution Facebook community page. You know, we set this up for our fellow artists around the world so you guys can post things about your brand, your career, and share it with not just uh, all our family of creators out there, but all of our worldwide audience who loves to check in on the latest musical talent. So come on, take advantage of this platform today and pull in some more fans just by posting what you are doing. Well, today we are in Sydney, Australia with a really talented woman. She began her career as a classical singer at the Newcastle Conservatorium and has gone on to perform in musicals, jingles, cabaret shows, and on cruise ship liners. She's one of Australia's finest female vocal entertainers, and her outstanding talent has been recognized by the entertainment industry at a variety of events. She's also a multi-award-winning entertainer who just released her eighth self-funded album called Just the Call Away. Drum roll, please, for the music and stories of Lisa Crouch. You better strap up your seatbelts and let's go for a ride. We have got some great news for you. There is a brand new musical act out on the airwaves called Mercy. This is something that you have never heard before. It's spiritual. It's the truth unleashed with scripture delivered by Chaplain Christine Mercy, along with drums, guitars, pianos, violins, and vocals from singer-songwriter James Kevin O'Connor. Yes, a little bit of heaven on earth. And just in time, behold, it's the brand new album from Mercy titled, I Am Victorious. Yes, Jesus came, he saw, he taught, he preached, he healed, he suffered unimaginable torture, and not only defeated the evils of Satan, but he won the entire war for the entire world. And as he stated in the song, I'm going home, back to the throne, victorious, it's glorious. I've many rooms in my father's house for all of us, it's glorious. Learn to trust in his name. I Am Victorious, the new album is out now and available on iTunes, Amazon, and CD Baby. Just recorded in the Music City on the world-famous Music Row in Nashville, Tennessee. Download the album or pick up the actual CD copy of I Am Victorious right now on iTunes, Amazon, and CD Baby. And keep your eyes and ears open for the live performance tour of Mercy coming soon. Featuring Come, Amen, Bless You, I'm Afraid, It Is Finished, and yes, the title track, I Am Victorious. Available right now. Go to Amazon, iTunes, or CD Baby and download your copy of I Am Victorious today. And keep your eyes and ears open for the new band, Mercy, coming to a venue near you soon. This message is sponsored by the James O'Connor Agency. We're in Australia, and I'm with Lisa Crouch. Lisa, thank you so much for, for, for hanging in there and battling this technology uh, whirlwind that we went through, and uh, it's just a pleasure to have you here on the Dharmic Evolution. Welcome. That's my pleasure to be with you all the way from the other side of the planet. Yeah, I love it. I get more and more uh, Aussies. Um, as a matter of fact, I just had um, um, an Australian Sydney cider 
who I interviewed over a year ago. Um, Susan Moranti was in New York City a week ago with her son, and I met them, and we had dinner together. So it was really, really cool to, uh, right. you know, to uh, to get more Australians. And you guys are a talented bunch. So um, tell me, tell me a little bit about what you've been doing lately with your music and you got a whole bunch of different things you do here. You got great music and you also do a little bit of comedy too, which is cool. So uh, <laughs> yeah. can you give us the backstory on how it got all started? How did the engine start for you as, as music in general? How did you get called to be a musician? Uh, at the end of high school, I um, uh, like so many kids at the end of high school, had no idea what I was going to do with my life, and I and I auditioned for the uh, Sydney, uh, well Newcastle Conservatorium of Music, and uh, I never had a lesson in my life. And I turned up with my guitar and <laughs> sang a couple of little, what were probably folk songs. I have no idea. And uh, then there was an entrance exam as well, and I did the entrance exam. and And I think it wasn't on the basis of my singing that I got in. I think I passed the entrance exam more than anything. But then I then I learned to sing. So. I, I did that for uh, four years, which was fantastic classical singing, which was a real eye-opener. Right. Uh, and then uh, I was posted, because I was doing a Bachelor of Music Education at the same time, posted to a school in Sydney, and uh, I started teaching, and then I accidentally went in a talent quest one night, and uh, a very well-known performer in, in Australia, uh, Jana Dill, was the um, judge for the evening, and she said, wow, you were great. She passed my name on to an agent and uh, I did a couple of shows and, and touch wood, uh, I'm still going. So Awesome. Awesome. So that was it. You were hooked after that, huh? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, for sure. Hey, let's give everybody a little slice of what Lisa's all about. And we're going to play just a call away. Here we go. Check this one out. For ages, yeah, it's been a long, long time. Have you heard from what's his name? Well, you know, I tried. Whatever happened to so and so? Haven't you heard he died? So please.
Lisa Call Away. Awesome song. Hey, take us in the studio a little bit, Lisa. Um, with uh, your process, tell tell us how you create your music. Uh, it's it, songwriting is definitely not a natural thing for me. So sometimes it's quite laborious. Why do you Why do you um, say times, that it's not a natural thing? Uh, it just well, you know, some people can sit down like Sia, who's just absolutely mental here in Australia at the moment, can seems to be able to sit down and just write a song every day, and it's fantastic. For me, it just doesn't happen as simple as that. So Who is it? Have... Sia? Did you say? Sia, yeah. S-I-A oh. is her name. Oh, I have to and check her out. I don't writing... know about her. Oh, she's okay. writing songs for Rihanna. She's writing songs for all these people and, and doing amazing, amazing things. And she's a fantastic songwriter. Right. And she's, you know, she she says, I get I get sent tracks every day and I sit down and I write a song. And I just... It's just not that simple for me. So right, right. I need I find I need to have something to say. So yeah. something comes to me like that song you just played, it basically came from a friend of mine uh, passed away and I hadn't spoken to her for a while. And it's this thing about this whole social media generation that we have and we don't really actually physically speak to our friends anymore. Right. We send the messages on Facebook and that kind of stuff, but we don't stay in contact. And so that spoke to me a little bit and that's that's where that song came from so right yeah that's a that's a really bad thing i tell you i'm trying to get a date nobody wants to talk to me they all want to text <laughs> it's like wait a minute i'm not that old school i use the text a lot but I, I i tell you the truth i think i've had this conversation before where the art of conversation is dying a slow death and it's like yeah. you know as a writer as a songwriter you know i find that when i um talk to people and or compose texts i'm i'm actually writing songs because sometimes I'll pull something out of that, you know, especially having a conversation with somebody, either they'll say it, you know, in a special way, or I'll say something that, wow, that was kind of cool. That just came right out, you know, and I'll, I'll be writing this stuff down, you know, but, um, it's, it's the way of, you know, um, who was it? Um, one of the uh, thought leaders was having this conference and he just, he had everybody raise their hand. He said, who in this room considers getting a phone call an annoyance and like 75% of the room raised their hands and there were a lot of millennials and younger people there and and it was like you know that's the culture now it's like I don't want to bother with getting on the phone and talking you know because in a way it's a lot more work I guess you know yeah, and you can't but, put emoticons on the end of it, you know. You can't put smiley face, smiley face. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. People are, are communicating in, in little smiley faces now. Yeah. So tell us a little more about the Newcastle Conservatorium. That's really unbelievable that you um you know, you were in that and, and how what did it do for you as an artist? Wow. It was well, it was my, my very impressionable years. You know, I'm I'm nineteen years old, straight out of high school. Um, I'd just been sitting in my room playing my guitar for, for a long time and, and suddenly I'm in a music school with a whole bunch of people who are super talented, um, all classically uh, inclined but not necessarily classically trained, um, coming together and uh, getting specialised lessons from, from experts in the field, uh, performing together in orchestras, performing together in, like for me because I was a singing major, uh, singing together in in small groups and madrigal groups and giant choirs and um, learning classical singing and singing in crazy languages. And it was just like my mind went, right. you know, yeah. for, for all of this amazing talent, this amazing music that I got to sing and and uh, and being in a school full of people, like-minded people who just really enjoyed making music. Yeah. 
And tell me a little so was, bit about, um, also about, I got to ask you about your comedy. Like, what drew you to comedy? Who were you watching, <laughs> listening to, or whatever? Because I'm a comedy buff. I mean, I like, um, yeah. you know, all the slapstick stuff. I was, like, addicted to, you know, the Three Stooges and things like that, and the Marx Brothers sure. and everything. What did you like growing up? I mean, like, what really, you know, grabbed you and said, this is, like, really hysterical? What do you like? You know, it, it, it again, it came around kind of accidentally because... I'm not. I'm a robust girl. I'm not a sort of a slim, you know, attractive girl that uh, that you see people on television looking like. And so I get on stage and I just kind of, I just start talking to people because I'm a I'm a school teacher by trade. So I oh are you okay? Talking is is what I do. Right. So right. I start talking to people and you start sort of making fun of yourself a little bit and you people have, maybe they laugh and you go oh wow this is really cool people are actually. Uh, responding to what I'm saying, they're finding it funny. Yeah. So you try a little bit more, you try a little bit more. So I really actually accidentally sort of started doing comedy. But having said that, I just watched um, a, a documentary called, and I'm going to get the name of it wrong, The, the Method and the Madness of Jerry Lewis. Oh, Something okay. Something like that. Right. Um, and amazing, the talent of this man. Yeah. And not only his comic talent, but his, you know, his physical comedy, his his actual comedy, his um, relationship with Dean Martin, and then his talent, the fact that he went into every single little uh, iota of of the film industry. He was in the music. He was in the painting. He was in the, the auto cue. He was in the playback. He was in he was involved in all of that. Yeah. Such an amazingly talented guy as well as just off the top of the head, crazy funny, you know. Yeah, he was kind of like the Jim Carrey of his era, you know, with that physical comedy, being able to do yes. all those things, you know, it was pretty wild. Yeah, so yeah. so did you ever get up and do any stand-up, like on stage? You, Not as such. I do yeah. I do a little opening bit in my show, um, which is just a way of kind of connecting with the audience and saying, hello, how you going? We're all in this together. I say things, you laugh, we clap, you know, we're we're a team. If we all get involved, then the show's going to be great. Uh, it's like an icebreaker, I suppose. Right. So I sing, I sing a song, I come out, or maybe I tell a couple of stories, and then we get stuck in, you know. And it's just because young people, younger people, I suppose, aren't used to being in audience as well. They right. don't know to react, actually physically react, to clap, to laugh, to do any of those things. So I think it's my job as the as the artist to get that out of them, to establish that relationship and then, you know, we can have a great time together. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's um that's probably I think the scariest thing to do is is to stand on a stage all by yourself and do stand up comedy. I mean that's oh really Oh yes. That's really because you know the fear the fear of failure is so great. I mean, I always said the second scariest thing is to get up there with a, uh, an acoustic guitar and just sing a song. Uh, mm-hmm. by yourself there's nobody to fall back on but i think i think doing comedy stand-up comedy is the hardest is, of all you, you know, know why because silence is the scariest thing if you yeah <laughs> you say something right. and there's just tumbleweeds that happen well yeah. you know that is the scariest thing that you that, guys say tumbleweeds we say crickets you say tumbleweeds oh, yeah. but i forget yeah, i'm in australia today so i defer <laughs> to uh to your mastery over the language there in that case I guess we have tumbleweeds too, yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, out in the out in the Midwest, I think they have a few out there. So, um, so tell me a little bit more about um your process with getting your songs. Like when you're doing an album, um, do you have like a support team, a producer, favorite producer? How do you like put it all together? Like when you're ready to record? 
I do a lot of it here at home. So uh-huh. we're sitting in my little studio at the moment. Okay. Um, and I I put the music beds down. I kind of get an idea. Um, maybe I, I record some guitar. I get some drum loops or some drum sounds that I'm interested in and kind of lay the whole thing down. And then I take the bed that I've made to a friend who I've been working with for oh, seven albums who's recorded me so much um, and he gets a, the vocal and this the, the song that you've just played, he, he recorded that vocal and uh, the vocals for that, that whole album. And I think he, he and I have gotten to a point now where we, we know each other, he knows what I'm capable of and he gets the best vocal performance out of me. Right. Um, and I use Cubase to do most of that with, but just oh, okay. recently I have learned and become in love with Logic Oh yeah, you and me my, both. Yeah, on my new Mac now. All right, and, uh, awesome. Congratulations. Logic is uh, is so powerful. It's a, such yeah. a fantastic tool. And uh, I took the the rest of the tracks that I wrote while I was away because I do I cruise on, a lot on on cruise ships, and so I do some writing while I'm away. And I took the tracks that I'd written on on the Logic to my friend who was an absolute master of the Logic program, and he has. 499 audio units that open up when he opens it up. Wow. The whole world of sounds that you can just get. That and would so make me leave he, and go out and have a cigar or something. I, I'd run away. It's amazing. <laughs> I went, you know, can I have a boys' choir? And he went, what vowel do you want them singing? You know, yeah. wow. it was fantastic. So that really opened them up again and and opened my eyes to the, the technology that we can kind of um, apply to these little tiny songs that I've written at home with my guitar or, yeah. or with my garage band. Right. I've got a well, garage they, band on my iPad yeah. and I do some stuff on that as well. They might have been little tiny, but I think they got really big. So let's do it while you can. Here, check this one out. Don't you know that I am grateful For the life that I am living and it's hateful Take the gift that I was given and just waste it Not to taste it Be the best I can be Dream big Live large Take charge Do it while you can You give it all But when you do You feel it's not enough You're thinking life is gonna pass you by You know it will If you don't even try Dream big, live large Take charge Do it while you can is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond all measure. 
It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? Out of the night that covers me, black as the pit from pole to pole, I thank whatever gods may be for my unconquerable soul. While you can, that, it was really good track. I love the way you're stretching out your vocals on that, Lisa. Tell us about that. What's the concept behind "Do It While You Can"? It was actually, it's. I, I feel a little bit embarrassed because it was an angry song. Um, oh, was it really? I, I wasn't feeling uh, that. <laughs> well, I, I'm hoping it sort of came out the right way in the end. But I was a bit upset, and it's it's selfish. My my dad was very sick. He had uh, prostate cancer and passed away, and and oh, I'm sorry. I was. Um, Oh, thank you. Um, I was a bit angry with him uh, that he was wasting what he had left of his life. Um, right. Basically, that's where it started. He was, he was, you know, feeling sorry for himself. Understandably, he was very ill and in pain. And uh, but in my mind, I was I was in my seven stages of grieving before he had left, and I I was angry. I was right. angry that that. So I. Were you angry at him, the event or just his behavior, uh, maybe a combination of, of things? Possibly a combination of it yeah. and also probably my reaction to it as well and, I, and not maybe dealing with it as best as I could Yeah. Um, to support him maybe. Um, so I think it, it came out of that. It came out of a little bit of me just going, oh, you're wasting so much time. Yeah. Um, and, and, uh, and so that's what started. Hopefully it kind of came out positive in the end, but it was a little bit of my – my little seven stages of grieving to start with, I think. Right. Hey, let me ask you about the cruise liners. You did some work on going out on a cruise and you did like cabaret shows and things like that. That must've been like really, really fun. Tell us about that adventure. It's, I've been doing it now for on and off for 10 years, probably now. Oh, I didn't Um, know you were still doing it. Awesome. That's great. I've I've just, I've just come back from a month away actually. Uh Um, I go away for about a week every month on on a ship somewhere on the planet and uh, do do a cabaret show for folks who are on board. Um, I've just spent uh, three weeks on uh, the Cunard vessels, the Queen Mary to the Queen Elizabeth and the Queen Victoria. Okay. And then a a ship out of Australia after that. And uh, it's just a really nice thing to do because you get folks from all over the world who you may not necessarily get a chance to play for while you're here in in Australia. And – I do my cabaret show, sing some songs, and tell some stories, and and we have a bit of fun. I get to sell them some merchandise at the end, and, and it's just nice to 
to chat to some folks who are not from from where you're from. Yeah, and you're hanging with the royalty, going with all these queen ships, right? That's the way to do it. They must feed you really well. <laughs> oh, I tell you what, they look after you because, um, I mean, in the in the showroom, there's a, a beautiful eight piece band, uh, fantastic production, a full light show. Um, so when you get out there, it looks like a proper show. You know, it's, it's yeah. really nice. There's, these ships are amazing now, the, what they've done with, you know, the, the cruise experience. Like, it's hard to believe how far oh. they've come, you know, like what they can absolutely. do on these things. Like, it's a little city, you know, running around the ocean like that. Oh, so, absolutely. So how long would you go for when, like, you would when you would go out? Would it be, like, a week or two weeks? Or, how, like, how long yeah. are, these, are they all different? A week. Usually it's a week. It depends on the on the trip because it, uh, each ship is different and each ship needs, you know, funny-looking girl singer for, <laughs> for a particular leg. You know, right. so they, they bring me in for that. But the next one I'm doing next month is I'm on for the whole cruise, for, so for almost two weeks. So oh, nice. That'll be, uh, that'll be nice, but I'll also have my little portable studio with me and I'll do some writing while I'm there, hopefully. Yeah, great. Now, now tell me about the sets. Do you do like multiple sets in a day or is it one set a day or how does it, how does it work? I have to do one night, oh, um, one night. usually okay. while I'm on board and I do two shows, like a pre-dinner show and an and a after-dinner show. Um, and then... Um, there's a whole bunch of other artists who might be on at the same time. So maybe an instrumentalist or a, a magician or some sort of side act or something, uh, and they have to do their thing. If I'm on for two weeks, which I'm, I've got coming up, I might do a second night and I'll do a completely different show and, and um, bring the folks a different sort of uh, thing for another night. Right. Sounds like a lot of fun, you know, out on the water doing this and every day. That's really good. You know, I wonder if we could get the kangaroos to come to CrossFit down under. There must be a need for some boxing coaching. Right back to Lisa's story, right after this. Are you a singer, songwriter, artist, or author? Are you in need of a platform for your career? Well, the James O'Connor Agency is in the business of helping you broadcast your global career. If you are needing to expand your presence in a big way, such as having your music and your voice heard around the world, well, look no further. We have the platforms here to help you catapult your career like no one else can. Your artistry can be featured around the world on the James O'Connor Agency YouTube channel. Here at the James O'Connor Agency, we can expand your global career by being a featured guest on Dharmic Evolution for singer-songwriters and everyone in the entertainment industry. Or the James O'Connor Show, designed for authors, speakers, and thought leaders. Both shows are international radio, TV shows, and podcasts. Go to the JamesO'ConnorAgency.com and find out what we can do for your global career right now. Hey, I wanted to just let people know about some of the things you've done with your career. And, um, you know, these achievements are really amazing. You've, you've been really, you can tell, working it hard. Uh, the Australian Entertainment Mo Awards. What are the Mo Awards anyway? It's a, an award system that was started a long time ago by an Australian um, TV personality okay. called Don Lane. Uh-huh. And uh, he's actually from the States originally. Oh, okay. And uh, he can he came over here and, and got a talk show and sort of started um, introducing variety acts to people at home. So 
he started this award system and it, it basically recognizes live excellence in live entertainment nice. uh, and it's still going still going uh, to this day and it's uh oh, it's been 30 something years now that it's wow. been Wow, so he's a big player. So you're also the winner of the Johnny O'Keefe Encouragement Award 2002, the winner of the Female Vocal Variety Performer of the Year 2004, 2009, 2015, nominated in 2003 and 2015, winner of Peter Allen Variety Performer of the Year 2004, nominations 2003 and 2009, winner of the two-man performer band Just Jam in 2005 and 2010, nominated in 2005 and 2015, nominations The Four Kinsmen Production Show, Powerhouse Divas, gotta love that, <laughs> three-man or more performer band Lisa Crouch and Dig This, 2007 to 2013, and then the Australian Club Entertainment Ace Awards, and you were also the winner of the Best New Act 2001, winner of Female Vocal Performer 2004. You have been busy. Yeah, very good. <laughs> we just it's, won one last week, actually. Did you really? Oh, we got to update the, this. See, it's I can't the, even keep uh, up with you, you know? <laughs> the Australian Club Entertainment Awards happened last week, and uh, my, my two-man band won Best... Best two-man van. Did you really? Week, as a matter of fact, yeah. That's awesome. Uh, congratulations. That's really, really Thank great. You. Yeah, I want to now play your video. Let's everybody check this out. This is painted black. Lisa's video. Here we go. I see a red door and I want it painted black No colors anymore, I want them to turn black I see the girls go by Dressed in their summer clothes I have to turn my head Until my darkness goes I see a line of cars and they're all painted black Flowers and my love both never to come back I see people turn their heads and quickly look away Like a newborn baby, it just happens every day I look inside myself and see my heart is black I see my red door and must have it painted black Maybe then I'll fade away And not have to face the facts It's not easy facing up When you're Cool ending, too. I wish Keith and Mick were here to comment. <laughs> really, really brave of you to take on that. That was really, really awesome. Congratulations on that. Great job. Great job. 
So we were talking a little bit while we're, we're listening to the video here, we're talking about um, some of the things that you've done. It's a lot of jingles and things like that, voiceovers. And um, how did you get into that? For those who might want to take that on as an ancillary piece to their, to their songwriting, uh, another revenue source, um, can you give us uh, the trail of how would we go about doing something like that? Sure. Um, I, again, did it accidentally. My friend who's been recording me for 100 years, uh, he runs a jingle writing business, basically. And I was in the studio with him one day and he said, oh, while you're here, can you just put a vocal down for this? And so I did. And and so I, uh, and he was really happy with it. So we did a few after that, which was great. Um, and it's something that I did going through school as well, through college and uh, university to um, fund my way through study, basically, to rock up on a day and uh, just do some jingles, which is great. So um, there's a couple of places that you can go online and become part of uh, a voiceover agency, an online voiceover agency. We have one here in Australia called Star Now, and they put up ads for, uh, for you know, voiceover artists needed for this, voiceover artists needed for that, um, and you can find gigs all over the world, uh, depending where you are, on some of these sites. And and because you can record just about everything on your phone or at home now, you can send in a demo on your phone and you could possibly land a gig. So just just Google um, online voiceover right. artists. So it seems like it. seems like you have a lot of fun in your life. You know, you you write songs, you got a little bit of the comedy thing going on, you got that gene going, you're doing cruise liners, you're doing um you know, you're doing cabaret shows. I mean, it sounds like you live a very full and fun life. I have a good time. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, I, I think it's a lot more fun than when I was teaching school, that's for sure. Right, right. <laughs> what, what age did you teach when you were teaching school? Oh, high school. So uh, oh, 13 okay. to 18. So it's yeah. tough. That's a tough, that's a tough group, you know? Yeah, well, I had two two schools in Western Sydney, which are, are quite rough, Um lower socioeconomic background areas where kids were kids and parents were having tough times and uh i i taught them music and drama so it was, sometimes there was more drama than music, than music. yeah <laughs> right of course <laughs> just showing uh, up to know, class was drama every day i bet <laughs> oh yeah definitely but yeah. you know i played drums so i got away with a lot because i could sit behind a drum kit and and boys would suddenly go Oh well, that's cool. And yeah, right. Stop doing whatever it was they were doing. <laughs> that's that's awesome. Do you still play drums? I do yep. occasionally. Yeah. Awesome. Not, yeah. Not as often now, but that must be like fun. such a great release, you know, just because it's so physical. You know, it's musical yeah, and it's physical. Yeah, yeah. You, you can just yeah. get things out of your system. You know, um, I used to play years and years and years ago, and it was always somebody else's drum kit. You know, who was in the band yeah. or whatever, and I'd jump on it. You know, but. But I remember being like feeling cleansed every time I got up off, off, you know, from the kid. It was like, yeah, I got some some rage out of me or something, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's, it's fantastic. Yeah, it does your heart good, you know? Yeah. Tell me about Australia doing fun stuff um, because it is such a magnificent continent. It's just so gigantic. I mean, what do you do yeah. uh, for fun just to just to chill and get away from like the artistic uh, thing for a while? Anything in particular you can share with us? 
Oh, I really love CrossFit. And I'm not a mad really? CrossFit person. Oh, as in I, like I thought you were going to say, person. look, I race kangaroos on Saturday mornings, <laughs> you know, and sometimes I win, you know. But So you do you CrossFit. Know, just down the road from me, yeah. Do you really? Um, yeah, I do. I yeah. do. Um, I love CrossFit. I go I go every day to uh, to the box down the road and uh, and throw some weights around and it makes me feel good. Yeah. Because, you know, it's just that, that it's cathartic to be able to – to move your body, I think, and and I think it's so important for us to move our bodies every day too. Do you do the kettlebells? Um, oh yeah. Oh kettlebells, really? Okay. Pull on barbells, the yeah. whole thing. Right. Uh, I'm not great. I can't do pull ups. That's you know, but that's a thing, and right. I'm just going to have to keep working on. <laughs> but you're doing it. You're doing it. You know, the whole thing is. Uh, you know, I do a lot of hot yoga and they always say, you know, the, you know, the oh, hardest yeah. thing about doing it is showing up. And it, it's true. Like, you know, mm. sometimes you're driving there and you're like, ah, oh, man, I don't know if I'm up for this. But you just, I just always suspend that thought because I'm always glad that I worked out. I feel so much better, you know. Yeah. And after doing exactly. it for so long, I mean, I've been doing it for 12 years. So I'm like, I'm like a, a junkie for it. But I, I always yeah. say, as long as you do something, it doesn't really matter. Just do something that you enjoy, you know, and as long as it's physical fitness. And um, speaking of enjoy, I think it's time to celebrate my love. Here we go. I celebrate my love for you. You are the sun, the moonlight too. There's nothing else. seen your funny face but then two minutes is too too long and i need another taste because every day gets a little more sunshine when i'm standing by your side and every night gets a little more firelight when i have you in my life you know my heart beats a little bit Every time I see you smile And my wheel gets a little bit stronger I could walk a million miles To celebrate my love for you You are the sun, the moonlight too There's nothing else I won't forget And everyone has a little piece of you in it You can't bet Cause you're the smart one I'm the strong one You're a genius, I'm your clown And I promise I'll never, 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 ever let you down You know my heart beats a little bit faster Every time I see you smile And my wheel gets a little bit stronger I could walk a million miles To celebrate my love for you 
celebrate my love with you. Lisa Crouch and dig this. And by the way, Lisa's playing what? This Saturday night, right? Saturday night, yeah. The guys and I are getting together. Well, guys and girls. There's six of us in the band. Three girls, three guys. And uh, we we play sort of retro slash dance slash current uh, music and a couple of my songs thrown in there in the middle of it. And uh, we just have a good time. Right. I love playing with these guys. Some of the best musos in Sydney and uh, they make me sound great and I just get to stand out the front <laughs> and have a good time. Yeah, and this is right in Sydney? Uh, this It will be in Cronulla, which is on our um, our sort of southern beaches. Uh, oh, okay. Really nice beachside um, uh, place in Sydney and uh, the venue down there that we're playing for actually for the first time. Uh, on Saturday night, so I'm looking forward to seeing what it's going to be like and what the folks are like. And, and I hear and the beaches are amazing in Sydney. That's what I hear. They are. Yeah, like they you are. Guys. I mean, that whole Cronulla kind of area, Bondi, um, all of our coasts have got terrific beaches. Lots of sharks, but yeah, um, yeah. good good surf. Really yeah, somebody's got to come up with yeah. the idea of getting saddles and training the sharks to give rides <laughs> instead of eating people. You know, it's better for commerce, you know? Oh, wow. You got to get more Americans over there or something, you know? <laughs> hey, tell me about like, you know, can you, can you remember like a funniest moment or an unusual moment in performing like in your history of, of something unusual that happened or just something crazy? Like anybody oh. set their clothes on fire or like have a fight or, or anything like like that oh God, you could that share all the time, uh, the, the, the funniest one I could think of that just comes straight to my head was um, when I was teaching school I was uh, we had a marching band and I know marching bands are big in the states and we had a guy from uh, from Iowa who was one of our um, teachers at the school and we were doing a big show at the Sydney Entertainment Center which is a big venue and the the, the our show was called the school spectacular which takes in almost every school in in the whole state, uh, sometimes around the country, and it was on television. And we're doing our display, and I was drum majoring, so I had the big stick and I was out the front of the band. Right. And we were doing this this thing, and the display went really well, and, and it was time for us to take the bow, and the band marched off, and it was my job to take the bow for the whole band. So I'm marching with my, my big stick backwards, up the uh, the middle of the the auditorium, and I had to stop, take a bow, and go off. And I'm marching, and I'm marching, and suddenly I just hit a stair, set of stairs that I didn't realise I'd gotten there, and fell down and landed <laughs> on my behind in front of ten thousand people at the venue, who all went, and because <laughs> it was on television, all you could see was my head. And yeah. I'm marching and I'm marching. My mum is watching it at home. And I'm suddenly, I just wasn't there anymore because I was on the floor. It sounds like a Monty Python or Saturday Night Live you thing, you know? You couldn't have written it. And so I just had to get up and take the bow and then march off again. And I was really annoyed. But looking back on it, it was very funny to hear all these people go, <laughs> hey how about your how about your favorite gig of all time Be, you know that probably was not your favorite gig i'm sure <laughs> but uh but like favorite gig like that you played uh most memorable like where was it was it outside was it on a ship was it where where can you remember that saying wow this was the best i had one uh one ship that i did actually where I achieved rock star status. It was really funny that the people just enjoyed my show so much that I couldn't move 
it took me an hour to get from one end of the ship to the other because every person on the ship stopped me to talk to me about something and they just, as an audience, they were just so accepting and so excited about everything. That was probably that was probably the, the most exciting that uh, uh, that I can think of right off the top of my head. Was yeah. that? It must have been on a royal ship, right? The Queen no, E. No, it was a funny little yeah, oh, was the, it? Australian uh, Pacific, uh, the Pacific. Sun, it was. Oh, was it? Which is, uh, I don't think she even sails anymore. Right. Um, but who cares, yeah. right? As long as it happened, you that's know, right. that's the best part. That's really <laughs> awesome. Hey, how about social media? Do you do social media? Do you work on, I mean, I know we're connected. I believe it's on either Instagram or Facebook. I have to, I have to check after the show. Um, but what's your favorite jam for being out there in front of um, people and, and getting your presence known? I'm, I mean, I'm always on Facebook and I'm doing the Facebook Live thing um, a little bit now. Um, every time I go to a, a venue, I'm starting to do this thing called Powerhouse Diva TV, PDTV. Uh-huh. Oh, cool. And so I went to a gig just recently and saw a band play, which was fantastic, Snarky Puppy. And um, they I were love that, Snarky Puppy. Wow, snarky I'm writing puppy. that one down. Yeah, that's <laughs> it's cool. A, it's kind of jazz fusion, electronic um uh, just you know awesome and uh <clears throat> they were at a venue here in sydney called the Inmore theater two two weeks ago now and we went to the show and i did a little powerhouse diva tv thing beforehand to say and see this thing you know so i'm liking the facebook live thing um instagram is the other thing that i'm trying to do a little bit of now because it seems to be the the go-to of the moment instagram is sort of taking over from from the facebook and from the snapchat yeah. Um, well, I think for musicians, that, you know, my experience has been Instagram is kind of like the big player for yeah. for people like us who are who are content creators, who are artists, musicians, singers, songwriters, people like that. There seems yeah. to be the, the the major crowd is on that, you know, amongst other things. But there seems to be more connectivity with that, you know, with that platform, yeah. you know. And because everybody's got it on their phone too, I yeah. think you can always access it and you can always post. So it's right. it's really, it's up to the minute and, and people are, are finding, you know, the videos that go up aren't very long, so you don't have to have a big, long attention span to watch right. them. And yeah, exactly. So yeah. I think it's pretty accessible for everybody. Yeah. So probably those two, like Facebook and the Facebook Live and, and Instagram, I think. Great. Well, we'll put all those links in the show notes for you. And um, just in parting, would you please give us your website or where is the best place that we can connect to you, support you, purchase your music, Lisa? Absolutely. Well, all the music's on all of the online uh, platforms around the world, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, any online uh, place that you can buy music, you can find me. And uh, my website is www.lisacrouch.com.au. Don't forget the AU because we're in Australia. Yes, don't forget uh, the saddled sharks. That'll be your cue, yeah, you know. That's it. <laughs> forward slash saddled sharks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the other one is um, www.digthisbiz. Digthisbiz, B-I-Z. Uh, digthis.biz, I'm sorry. Digthis.biz, yeah. Okay, B-I-Z. that's the band website. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and you can awesome. see videos. You can see. Uh, you can hear audio. Um, you can look at me. Look me up on YouTube. I have a YouTube channel as well with some uh, some of my cabaret stuff on it. And uh, basically, you can find uh, find all of it there. 
Okay, great. Excellent. Lisa, thank you so much for being a part of the Dharmic Evolution. I had a great time. We were technology brilliant today. I just love it. <laughs> you know, clear picture, clear audio. And uh, right. I just want to wish you all the best, greatest success in the world. God bless you. And, and we'll talk to you soon. Awesome. Thanks so much, James. Do you ever wonder why you were created and what you're here to do? Then the geography of the soul will help you to find your true place in this world. The music is so inspirational, including tracks such as I Want to Be Loved, State of Grace, and Ride On. James Kevin O'Connor is an internationally acclaimed singer, songwriter, music producer, entertainment agent, TV star, and a loving father who leads you to find your true place and calms your mind and soul in breathtaking ways. Buy Geography of the Soul today by James Kevin O'Connor at iTunes, CD Baby, Amazon, jameskevinoconnor.com, Geography of the Soul, a beautiful CD that you need to own today by James Kevin O'Connor. Sponsored by the James O'Connor Agency. Just a call away. Do it while you can. Paint it black and celebrate my love. From the Newcastle Conservatorium to Cabaret to becoming one of Australia's finest female vocal entertainers and now celebrating her eighth album, Just a Call Away, it's the fine artistry of Lisa Crouch. You can check out Lisa on the Dharmic Evolution website, now being downloaded and listened to in countries all around the world, and we're just starting to crank things up because we just hit 66 countries last week. Hey, you should also head over to the James O'Connor Agency. If you have not visited this site, you got to check it out. Lots of artists around the world starting to check in, take advantage of all the things this agency is offering them. An international talent agency designed to broadcast your global career. No matter where you are in your career, we have packages to enhance and broadcast your global career today. Stop by and visit the site. Find out about all the awesome packages we've designed and developed for you. Hey, do you need funding for your next album project? Well, go over to the jamesoconneragency.com. Find out what we do for singer-songwriters, musical artists, as well as authors, speakers, and thought leaders. We also want to encourage you to visit dharmicevolution.com. Check out your show and blog profile right now. If you've been on the show, you are now on the site. Lisa is now on the site, and people from around the world are logging in to see and hear all about Lisa, her artistry, and her music. That's it for me today. I'm your host for the Dharmic Evolution, James Kevin O'Connor, singer-songwriter, audio-video artist, master storyteller, and international talent agent. So until the next time, when we meet again, I'll either see you on the socials or I'll see you on TV. You like my humor, my passion and intellect Positive social grace and confidence I communicate like a five-star general with grand command And the way you look at me Hey darling, I'm in demand You told me that you just
It's not your heart that's up for play today So I stood up straight and turned 51 shades of gray Thank you.